Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. I am so freaking excited today because I have my first and really only astrology mentor uh, with me today, and I get to tell you guys and show you guys all of her magic. So welcome, Daphna Romanoff. Oh my goodness. So excited. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I know we we kind of had a few reschedules. So it feels like today is the exact time we're meant to meet. <laughs> oh, totally. And that's what we get for trying to book during two retrogrades. Right. Right. And you think we you think we know better, but hey. No. We, <laughs> we did our best. Um, okay, so Daphna, my love, this is for everyone who doesn't know who she is, and y'all should just know who she is at this point, because I do talk about her all the time. Um, when I dove into astrology, I actually dove in for completely different reasons other than becoming an astrologer. Uh, I wor- started working with Daphna to help my yoga business through astrology, mm-hmm. and through that journey, I found my home, my language through Daphna's teachings. So Daphna, tell us like who you are and what you do. I know that's such a big thing, but let's try and break it down. Okay. Well, um, where to begin? Well, okay. I'm Daphna. I currently live in Sedona. I'll share a little bit about how I ended up here, but I'm from New York originally. Uh, when we connected, I was still living in New York and um, I'm a mom of two, two kids. Uh, I'm of course an astrologer. I'm also a business guide slash coach slash strategist. <laughs> Many hats. I'm a Gemini son. That's a good place to begin as well. Um, cancer rising and my moon's Leo. And I am just a lifelong student of astrology. I also practice herbalism, which is kind of coming back around. I'll share about that. And I've been in business in in terms of the online business that is like astrology and coaching. Uh, I started it right after Adele, my, my daughter was born. So that was 2015. Um, before that, I was doing a lot more of the herbal work and like herbal product making and doing astrology with herbalism. So I guess I've been practicing astrology for like literally, I don't even know, like as long as I can remember, I, I definitely got into it very, very young and um, started offering readings as early as like when I was in my young 20s and I'm now 36. So it's always just been a part of who I am, I think, for as long as I can remember. And I'd love to share that story of how I kind of got into it, but it's a very long story. Um, but I think it's a, it's, I think it's a really cool story and, and your listeners will probably love it. So I'm here for it. 
should I just get into that? Just go for it. So I'm actually writing a book and I I really believe that I was brought to Sedona to write my book. I've been very resistant. (laughs) Um, You know, I do have a fixed south node and a fixed moon. So I definitely one of my big karmic things has been like to not be so resistant and learning. Um, But I'm here to write my book. I do know that. And I do feel that I am working with the universe to, to set it all up. I, I feel like I'm the kind of person that I like to have everything set up, which I just learned is called mise en place or something. Is that right? It's like a French term for like having everything in place to like do the thing. And I feel like I'm really on this journey now of like having things set up. Like at this point, I've come to a place in my business where my calendar is like very open. Um, whereas I used to have calls like all the time I'm doing mostly writing work now for people. Um, And even with my kids and our schedule with like co-parenting has really opened things up. So I feel like I'm coming to a place where the book is going to be coming. Maybe right when I have my nodal return in August, we'll see. Um, But where am I? Oh, right. So I know that the story is going to be like the whole premise of the book. Um, So this is good to start sharing (laughs) So my first kind of memory, I would say, with astrology was my dad had this little necklace, this little charm necklace that is twins, Gemini. I have it in my drawer. Um, And I I just remember him wearing it. Like he, he had this like gold necklace with like a few different things on it. And that was one. And I was always like, what is that? You know? And I remember, I mean, I must have been like really little, but I I remember him saying that it's like the twins. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, we're not twins, like who's twins, you know? And it just kind of sparked this like whole thing for me. Like, I don't know, maybe it was a memory or some kind of like curiosity because he's a Gemini too. And my grandma on my mother's side was also a Gemini. Um, So... That was like the first kind of like, what is that? You know, and I I saw it and I was very like intrigued. And then my next memory after that was in Israel because my dad's Israeli and I would go there a lot. And I have many cousins on his side. He came from, he comes from like very big family. And when my cousins, again, I must've been like 10, 11 years old or something. And she had like this little, it was like a card, but it was like artwork and it had like a, a crystal on it. And it said like in Hebrew, the twins, which is Telumim in Hebrew, that's the sign of Gemini. But I, I recognize the symbol again. And I was like, I want that. So she went and like got me one and I took it back home and I kept it in my room. And I just always was drawn to it. So like slowly but surely as I got older, I was called to like well, I remember the movie, The Craft was like a big, a big one where I was like, oh my God, like magic, you know, and my friends and I in sixth grade, we, we did our first like magic ritual, but I got super freaked out and I felt so guilty about it. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, we're not allowed to do this. And we were so scared. Um, but it was like, it was this very familiar thing and it felt like just so like at home in that energy, even though I was like scared that I was doing something wrong. Um, But I started to, I guess, make the connections like, oh, astrology and magic and spells and 
flowers. And I was just always drawn to all that stuff. Um, and then I really started getting very into it when I, I would go back to Israel and I have an uncle there. My dad's oldest brother of 11 happens to have the exact same birthday as me, May 25th. And he is like a shaman. Like he's one of those, like his name's Eli, Eliyahu. And like, he lives on the farm where they all grew up. And he's an herbalist and an astrologist and like just all the things like that I was always drawn to. And I would just go hang out with him. And, and in that area, it's basically in the desert. And like, you could see the stars, like nothing else, like here too. But there, you know, you would just be like shooting stars. And like, it was just such a special time in my life. And I would keep going back every summer or whatever it was. And then I just started going as much as I could. And, um, I decided I wanted to live there, but I would spend time with him and he would kind of teach me whatever he knew. And he had these books upon books of his own writings and, and, and books from other people. And it was all like plants and astrology and stuff. And I would just soak it up and we would just sit and talk and talk and talk. Now he's probably 50 years older, exactly to the day. Like um, so I was really learning a lot from him and he's kind of like one of those like mad, like, I don't even know if genius, like just one of those people who like loves learning, you know, and, and I really do consider him like my mentor in that way, at least of like opening it all up for me. And, um, when I was in college, I went to NYU in Manhattan and I just went crazy. I started buying all the astrology books. I started reading charts and really starting bringing it together like of my friends and of myself. And that was like the real like awakening, I guess, you know. And I have one of my dear friends who I'm still really great friends with and stuff, but um, she was also a Gemini. So we kind of did it together. We would like go and like read all the books in those old little bookshops. And we were just like insatiable. And, and that was really it. Like ever since all of that, you know, it was just my love of it. And, and it became a way of life for me. And it was not just like something I did. It was like who I am. Let's just like I just talked about it all the time. I, I saw everything from the lens of astrology. And it's, you know, the rest is just life unfolding, but it, it's always been how I relate to people. It's been how I relate to my life. Um, and yet at the same time, it never was something that overrode like my life. You know what I mean? Like I never allowed it to kind of take more power precedence over like what I just felt life was like bringing to me, you know, like just for example, like my ex-husband and I like, like technically astrologically, I knew that it was a challenging match for us. And yet I still went with my heart and I still trusted like life, you know what I'm saying? So I always try to to teach or share that astrology isn't like something outside of us. It's not like something that to me, at least I used to, um, you know, again, override or, or kind of be like 
the rules of my life. It was more like just understanding things from the karmic perspective or from, you know, the astrological perspective. But I, I always trusted life above all and myself and like my intuition. And so that's been important for me. And I think just practicing it for so long, I've kind of developed like almost this set of like just guidelines to the practice that I'm just very passionate about sharing at this point. And um, when I, after I had my two kids and started really doing more of the shamanic work, I had a lot of like powerful past life regressions as to tracing back to like why I've always been so drawn to astrology and what my karmic history was with, with it. And I, I got like really powerful messages that I'm supposed to share in the book. Um, but I was able to, at one point I did this past life regression where I was shown or told that um, I was actually an astrologer in Chaldea, which was the ancient, like, I don't know if it was the birthplace. I still don't know. There's not a lot of information that I've been able to yet find. Maybe I'll do more research when I'm writing, but that name came up and I went and looked and I was like, oh my God, that's, you know, where astrology kind of originated or was at least, you know, a very important place for the history of astrology. And um, the message was like, you are here, not just me, but many of us, you and everybody else who we connect with, we're here to uh, restore integrity to the practice of astrology. And we're here to like really bring it back to that place, not, not just for the sake of astrology, but for everyone, because it is such a empowering and essential part of who we are. It actually is who we are. So, so that was like, whoa, my gosh, you know, that was like a huge thing. I wish I, I don't, I probably wrote down, I have journals, you know, so many. So I, I may have written down what, when that was, um, but it was really a turning point for me in terms of just, again, understanding my mission and like, also the, the really exciting thing about that was just knowing that like literally everybody I connect with through the business, like we've been together before, like we've done this work, we're here, we're kind of like called to this because of our past and because we carry these kind of codes that are familiar to us and that are deeply, you know, inside of us that, um, we're all kind of like remembering together and bringing out age in our own way. And that's why I've loved seeing you blossom and come into like your message and your way of sharing astrology and like your whole network and all of it, because it's, it's amazing, you know, and it's like, this is who you are, you know? So it's just been such a gift and I love it. <laughs> Oh my and gosh. Yes, I could go on and on, but I'll, I'll I love it. No, my, my, my Gemini's, I love having Gemini's on the podcast. Cause like, I feel like I don't take the, like, sometimes I'm like, I'm talking way too much, but then when the Gemini comes on, I'm like, okay, good. they get yeah. to hear the Gemini. Um, so I Gemini love it. Never lack. In I love it. It's my favorite. Um, and I love like everything you said there. A, I didn't even know that first like birth story for you. So that was just like, oh, amazing. And 
what there's two things that I took out of that that are really like resonating and have since the start. It was like the one was that that is the why I was so deeply in love with you and and so deeply in love with your work is because you teach us we're not victims of the sky. Like, you know what I mean? So many astrologers are like, oh, woe is me. Like this is happening. So the world is ending. That's the number one for me. Like that has been so empowering. I want to go back to that because if I didn't go through the whole Israel and way of learning it, which was like a whole crazy story, I would not have gotten that so deeply. So thank you for pointing that out. Oh, because like it, it is, that is the, one of the main, um, pieces I've taken from you is we are not yes we are not um victims of the stars the sky okay look this is a Kabbalistic it's called the it's called above the zodiac and it's called the study of the stars through the Jewish telescope Mm. now Vika this book like literally I realized that all my entire journey of going to Israel and living there and I had like a crazy karmic relationship and and, oh my god I didn't even tell you about that but um it was all to get this book and I had do you know how much it took to get this it was not easy to get I had it was almost like a Hogwarts like I had to go to like (laughs) I got it like in this alley in a hidden city that like I don't even know if it really exists like I don't even know oh my god you probably get it on like Amazon (laughs) It, and it probably be like five hundred dollars out of print. Me, I, I, it says Daphna Amar, Jerusalem, fifty-seven sixty-nine, which is the Jewish year because they mm. count different than us. So it was actually the year five thousand seven hundred sixty-nine. But this book was like everything, and it's called Above the Stars because the whole premise, the whole thing, is that we're actually above the stars, and yet we still study astrology, like, you know, we still practice it. And, and again, that was like the core foundational piece that I had to get or stand on, you know, in order, in order to share the message that I'm here to share. So I love that you resonated that with that, because that's everything. Like that's literally all of it. It is. And like, that's one of the biggest things like your, our astrology is very different, but the foundation is so the same of like, we get to use these portals, these doorways, these openings to enhance our lives, to exalt, which is like your word, like to exalt ourselves, right. Instead of being victims of circumstance or of all these things, right. We get to say, okay, right now, today we have Pluto and Mercury conjunct. What does that mean for us? What might we be feeling resonating with what could this portal provide? And like, what could we use it for? Exactly. Exactly. And I just think it is so important. I actually made a reel that I'm going to publish soon, maybe today. And it was like, the core met actually had a dream as well, like a few years ago too, just reaffirming. And it was like, I saw myself on this huge stage of people and sharing this message that like astrology is not cause and effect. And it's so simple, but yet it's like, do you really get that? Like, that is such an important message because first of all, humans have been practicing astrology for so long. And if we look at like the Bible, why is astrology kind of either shunned or, 
or diminished into this like entertainment thing. The reason is because it's so powerful and we're warned actually against it because, um, you know, it can mess with people's free will. And so I've, I've had to really, really integrate, you know, how I'm going to teach this in a way, because karmically, I don't want to ever steer someone wrong by in any way implying that like they're under the influence of something because that's total falsity. And that's why, you know, the Bible has such strong feelings on it and so many religions too. And I didn't want to just disregard that and be like, oh, F that, that's just the patriarchy. You know, it's like, well, what is that? Why? And I had to go in and I was like, okay, it's because it's so freaking powerful. You know, there's something there. So how do we practice it in a way that is empowering and sovereign, you know, and, and yet true. And so I, I finally, you know, in that dream, like the message that I was sharing is that astrology is not cause and effect because that implies that we're affected. Right. And that kind of nullifies our free will. What it actually simply is, is a reflection. And that takes us to, you know, the, the hermetic, you know, saying or teaching as above, so below, but it's like, if we really, really, really like sit with that and really integrate that, that is like just so powerful because what it simply means is just like you said, you know, Mercury conjunct Pluto. That's not to say that because Mercury is conjunct Pluto, we are doing whatever we're doing, right? No. What it is, is Mercury is conjunct Pluto. The planets are a reflection. They're the macro, we're the micro. It's simply a reflection of the internal Mercury and Pluto inside of us, which are currently conjunct. And so what a subtle difference, but what a powerful difference, right? And, and it's like, to me, if we relate to it from the empowered place, then it's like, oh my God, I am so intrinsically part of the universe and so like, you know, powerful in that sense, you know, and yet also just part of this cosmic unfolding. And to me, that's just like the medicine of like life. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, my story is part of the bigger story. And it's like all of it, you know, and it's just given me so much. And and that is the message that I want to share about her. I love it so much because again, like it just, it, it puts the power back in your hands. Mm-hmm. It does. And that's both of our Leo moons right there. Right. Like we just want to empower people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And then there was this other like resonance, which you were the first person to talk about retrogrades in relation to past lives, which was like one of my doorways, right. For my work. And then the other thing was that you were the person to say to me, like Pluto is speaking through you. Like we had, I don't know if it was in a reading or what we were doing, but you kind of were like, I feel like the planets speak through us. And that was like a soul resonance of, yeah, they freaking do. And then you said to me, like Pluto is speaking through you. And that was like, like life changing for me because now he, he and I are in conversation every day, all day, like constant. He is who I lean to. Like when I'm doing my readings, I say to everyone, like, it's not me. I step aside. You're channeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm channeling Pluto um, as well. There's a couple other celestial sure. bodies as well, but yeah. that, that opening of like understanding that 
we can use the stars to look back and that we have guides. It was just like, man, (laughs) I was like, my brain has exploded. Here's my work. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. Because uh, it just means so much to me. And, and, you know, like I said, I've just loved really seeing you go with it and like, it's amazing, you know, and thank you so much. And, um, I, I guess I channeled that too for you because I really honestly don't remember, you know, and like, I, that is one of the principles. It's one of the things that I guess came through in all the different ways through my journey. But like you heard that because that was your message, you know? Have you been dreaming of taking your astrology knowledge to the next level? Astrology is a language that we get the honor to speak. It is innate in our being, innate in our souls, and we move with the cosmos as the cosmos move through us. After so many sweet requests from you, my soul family, to create an Astro Basics course, I'm happy to announce that it is here and it is ready for you to digest and obsess over the cosmic rhythms. My biggest goal while creating Astro Basics was to make it digestible and easy for you to understand the complexities that come with learning astrology. So if you have a desire to understand the signs, the houses, the planets, and how they all move intrinsically together, if you have a desire to read natal charts, to understand and digest the cosmic rhythms in a powerful left brain, right brain way, then this is for you. My Astro Basics course is going to take your knowledge of the stars to the next level so that you can start understanding and working with the rhythms in your own way, through your own soul, and then moving that forward into however you wish to bring this into your life. I feel like for me, um, I've again, just always been drawn to, I guess because of this foundation of like really the universe just wanted to make sure that I was coming from that standpoint of like that we are not under the influence. So I guess that that enabled me to approach astrology a little bit. Like, I don't even know if differently is the word because there are other people I'm sure who do it in this way, but, but just to kind of explore it from the standpoint of like, okay, well, how do we work with it? And like, what is the, and I guess that's the shamanic piece, you know, it's like, It's not like, because to me, it just never made sense to say, okay, well, this is just who I am. And like, I'm like, I'm screwed or something like that. Or like, (laughs) I have no choice or, oh, I'm just like, is that the whole point? It's like, no, we're here to create. We're here to, um, you know, work with it, like you said. So uh, that's just been the way that I've related to it too, like really, um, create co-creating and saying well these are forces at play and and since you know your your makeup and your signature and the way that and in the moment that you were born right there's that amazing quote uh I feel like I should look it up right now but it's um you know it's just that like you chose the exact moment of your birth because karmically that was the most conducive time for you to come in. Remember as above, so below, it was those qualities in a, in, in embodied into you that you chose to come in 
that you need to karmically and dharmically, you know, fulfill your purpose. So I'll send you that quote. I used to have it on my website. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. And I'm just really passionate about like, you know, sharing that and, and helping people to understand, okay, well, what am I channeling? You know, some people are more, um, kind of geared towards channeling a certain planet or whatever it is. And some have a totally different thing, you know, and it's just super cool to see that and, and see how each person's astrology reflects again, who they came here to be and what they came here to share. Mm, And my favorite thing that you like touched on there is the idea. And I truly believe it that like, we're kind of up in the ether and we're like, I'm going to pick this specific moment to work through all my shit. Like I'm going to bring hardship, right? Like I'm going to bring this pain point, this pain point, this pain point, but also this magic, this magic, this magic. And I'm also going to make it like, I have to find this magic and find this. And I just love that idea that we're up there and we're like, yep, that's the moment right there. It's like, now's the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing to just meditate on. That's why the birth chart, you know, I always, when I teach astrology in my course and everything, you know, it's like, I I say like, this is a mandala, like this is just an example, Mm. like this is a mandala of like the moment, right? The moment that your soul is like, okay, incarnate, you know, and why? Like, oh, holy Mm -hmm. mackerel, like, because time is, you know, um, what is time, right? So it's like that time, that moment is a quality, like, right, or has, you know, all these different qualities, and it's like a portal. And it's like, right now, if a baby is being born right now, the second, right, which I'm sure, you know, (laughs) probably, right, or, or a soul is leaving, you know, Mm -hmm. there is a reason to it. And there is a, um, a quality to it that again aligns for whatever reason you know for that soul um in that incarnation so it's it's just the coolest thing to think about and that's actually how I recommend like seeing your birth chart you know um because it is just so like it's so magical to see it in that way but also it's so um cosmic right like it just mind-blowing it is and it's almost like um who what I think it was Danielle Page said something along the lines of like each soul has like its own song or its own tune based on like your the moment of your birth right like we're all on our own frequency almost like our own sound yes because they're all it's all energetic frequencies right so Um, that's what the signs are. That's what everything is. So I totally agree with that. And, you know, if somebody was to take these and turn them into frequency, that would be freaking awesome. And maybe somebody probably does. Maybe someone does. Maybe there is like the sound of your birth chart. Oh my God. Yes. Actually, it's funny because here in Sedona, you know, there's all, it's the land of healers and energy work and all that and so one day I just I just randomly went into this store I thought it was a crystal shop but it turned out that the front 
to the building is like a sound, a shamanic sound healing place. So they were kind of like, why are you here? Because usually it's by appointment. And I was like, oh, and they were like, well, do you want to just come in? So I went in and it was this whole room of all these gongs, huge gongs. And each one was attuned to one of the planet frequencies oh my god and so he just played some for me and I was like whoa that's so cool I haven't really explored it as much but I always thought like if I did a retreat or whatever that would be like a really cool thing yeah include and he looked eerily just like the brother of an ex of mine so it was like it was weird karmic I was like okay I feel like I'm meant yeah meant to be here yeah oh my gosh so it's just yeah it's fascinating and um there's so many ways to relate to it. And it's all, it's all connected, you know, everything comes down to these frequencies, you know, and um, that's the whole thing about the language of astrology is like, it's a language of energy. So, you know, everything has a resonance and a, and a, and a frequency. So it's like, okay, a rose or like coffee or whatever it may be, or you or me, or like the ocean, everything has a frequency. And when you start to speak the language of astrology, you can make these connections between things. And through that, you know, you can heal. Like, let's say you did come in for some reason, incarnated with like this need to learn, you know, infinite compassion, which I think we all are, but like, maybe that's a really strong thing for you karmically then, you know, you can say, Hey, I'm going to work with the Piscean frequency and live by the sea or, you know, whatever, and find all the different tools in the physical 3d to be able to support you with that. And that's the shamanic piece. Again, it's like you, it's like relating to everything in terms of what frequency it is, what medicine it is, whether it's the sign or the planet or, you know, whatever else, um, we work with those things to either, you know, kind of amplify a certain um, sign or frequency inside of ourself or to heal it or kind of, you know, tone it down if needed. And that's, that was what the whole astrology and herbalism piece was for me, where I would like read someone's chart and say, well, you know what, this plant really complements and really kind of um, helps you to, let's say, you know, work through those pain points. And I can give a concrete example if you want, but like, that was really, really cool for me too. And to understand, okay, which plants and flowers and rocks and crystals and animals and places and all the different things correspond to the different signs and like why. Mm. And that's just one of my other favorite parts of astrology, which, you know, like the rulership book. And, and it's just a huge part of magic. I personally, at this point, I'm not as resonating with the witchcraft and magic. I definitely explored it. I'm more into like the just earth practices and stuff at this point of my own way of doing it. I still love that and have so much love and respect for it. But, um, you know, just to say, I realized I was like, oh my God, all magic definitely is astrology rooted you know it's like the time of when you do cast the spell and when you're charging your crystals and when you're doing all these different things and then also which type of crystal it's all astrology based Mm. and a very powerful thing for me too is just to realize that like back in the day like I guess was it um 
the Hippocratic Oath of doctors, you know, I think the part that maybe they ex like took out or, um, you know, removed was like, just that all doctors were meant to be trained and educated in astrology. Wow. So go look that up. So it's pretty amazing, you know, and it was like, whoa, you know, maybe that's the missing piece, like in our medical system of today, just totally. a connection to the whole and, and a knowledge of the language of energy. Mm, and like, I love that because learning from you and learning like the shamanic way was so potent for, you know, all the earth in my chart that wants to bring it down to earth. Right. And learning that like, we can medicate ourselves with like this, the energy, right. And that I mean, was it Nikola Tesla that talked about like the future of medicine is sound and frequency. And like, that's what astrology is. It's, it definitely is. And, and I just dream of a day where like astrology is again, restored to its integrity, to the level of like, it's taught in school, it's taught, it's part of the curriculum. It's, and it's not like this weird, like, oh, you know, like astrology or whatever, like entertain. It's like, it's a legit, like fully, I mean, you know, I love weird, but, but I'm saying it's not seen as like, silly or or below people or or mm. just or just for spiritual people but it's like it's a part of the conversation I think it is it's becoming it's becoming it like if you really look now at the mainstream like it's so amazing just to see how much it's become more accepted and normalized I still think there's a stigma of course but mm-hmm. but we're getting there and it's amazing I just yeah. really recognize that you know it's like holy moly like it's on like TV, you know, like um, Gaia or whatever. You can just go on. Yep. And, and I know Gaia is like for a certain demographic of people, but like, like still we're making progress. We and, are. We and are. I am that, that those are my people. I'm not saying <laughs> that it's, you know, but I'm, but I would love for it to, again, be seen as just as valid and, and, and just as legit as anything else. Why not? Mm-hmm. Not, you know? Yeah. And there's so much healing in it, right? Like just. Um, like I've been working with teas recently, like, you know, herbology, herbology, herbology That's yeah. um, is yeah. not my forte though. Like I like, I'm just fascinated by it, but um, yeah, I've been like using teas for my Scorpio and I've been really leaning into Taurus lately. And like Taurus has been my obsession tea where I'm like, these herbs are Love making it. me, yeah, they're making me access parts of myself that are actually missing in my chart, right? Because I don't have a lot in Taurus. And when I lean into that medicine for myself, like I feel a fullness or um, it eases off my edges, my intensity, exactly. right? When I'm so in my Scorpio, I'm like, wow, I'm going to get myself some Taurus tea right now. Yes. And, so, and that's such a good, beautiful. such a great point. Um, is there like oat straw and like roses? I think it's yeah. oat straw, um, sage maybe. And I think violet petals or something like that. I, I think that's what it is. I don't know. Oh, that sounds so good. Obsessed. Yeah. And then like the Scorpio one, mm-hmm. it just turns on all my intensity, right? Like it's like hibiscus and some, I think it's mugwort and something else. I don't all know. kind of reproductive oh. ones too. Yeah. All that stuff. Aphrodisiac. Totally. And, um, it's just crazy. Cause like, uh, 
you introduced me to Elisa and her and I talk all the time about my Scorpio womb healing that I'm, he- I'm here to do right. But in a sexual way, like sexuality and how the, like I can lean into the herbs for that oh, between the two of you. I'm just like, <laughs> she is brilliant with that. You know, she's, I forget her sign. What What's her Gemini Gemini, Gemini son. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she has such a wealth of knowledge with the, the very 3D, you know, um, mm. here's the practice, here's the, the herb or whatever it is. And I, I love that about her so much. And it's so simple, you know, in terms of if any of the reader of the reader, the listeners want to start a practice, you know, it's like, okay, think of, and you don't have to even do this based on like, your chart necessarily could be very intuitive, Mm -hmm. you know, like the most simple way to start is to say, check in with the four elements, right. Or the five elements I like to say, but like, okay, am I feeling grounded? Right. That's earth. Am I feeling, um, a little up in the air, ungrounded air, right. Am I feeling overly emotional water? Am I feeling, you know, really lit up and on fire or burnt out? That's fire. And then you can just kind of play with that and say, well, okay, if I want to be more grounded, I'm going to work with a herb or crystal or whatever it may be, even animals sometimes, or just the earth itself to be more grounded, you know, and, and, you know, you can get a book or you can look online or you can intuit it. I always like to tell people, you know, your body knows. So, um, you know, exploring that and just like you said, drinking a tea or just doing something that balances those elements for you is like such an amazing place to start. And I, I could link my free um, Cool Cosmic and Collected book Definitely. about um, how to do this very simply. Because um, I think that's just such an awesome starting point to, to practice is. this. It is. And like, please link that because I know my people are going to be obsessed with (laughs) all of this because, and this is how I work. And that's why I was so drawn to you and to like this whole world is because it has to come back to the body. Like it, we can't just live out of it. Right. We have to come back. (laughs) Yes. And that's, that's the whole theme of, you know, this whole year and part of next North node in Taurus. Oh, that is so key right now. So the body workers, the uh, anything to do with that is so like it. Those are the it people right now. That's the mm-hmm. it niches and work, and you're you know so, so set up for it. And it is just the most important: the embodiment, the the you know integration, and the connection to the earth. And so. I'm just excited to see that. That's, that's my North mode. So my yes. little returns coming up, but like, I've had to learn that. And I think that's why I, I sort of sought it out so much too, because I was like, it's just built into me, you know, I'm like, I need to learn how to be more embodied. And that was just such a huge part of the astrology for me. So it's kind of cool. It's like, I don't have much earth in my chart. And that was my big challenge. If you're talking about like pain points and things like, but yet I also came in with the kind of built in like impetus or drive to find that. And who would have thought that I'd be, you know, inspiring it in others when it was not like natural for me necessarily. Yeah. And I'm still learning it. So it's just, cool I love it I love it and with the nodal axis like I am already so madly in love I know like 
shit's going to hit the fan for the next two years, but I'm still so passionately in love with this shift and like the call that I've had to go deeper into sexual work through embodiment, through astrology that I'm like, wow, where are we headed over the next 18 months? It's going to be amazing. We're in such a powerful time. And I believe we've all been here many times before. Yes. And I believe that we've all you know, been preparing for this. So I think there's a lot of divine grace too. I love to point out that, you know, Uranus is in Taurus. Mm-hmm. So that's really a gift because Uranus of course is the shock and is the shit hitting the fan and stuff, but it's in Taurus and the North Node is in Taurus. So it's like, what a divine grace, you know, as long as we are in our bodies and we are reconnecting to the earth mother and we are slowing down and grounding like that's going to be the key. That's going. To, that's the secret. That's the um, the way. So go with that, you know. And 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 those of you who are body workers in any way, or do you know anything to do with like the grounding and the the, the eating and the nourishing and the all of that. Um, again, like please, your work is so needed right now. It's so, so, so um, important and just, you know, know that and, and share it and go with it and trust it. And, you know, it's always a little bit of a learning curve. We're coming out of like the North Node in Gemini. There was just like so much mental stuff. You know, we were all like literally <laughs> on the internet, like through, like through everything that happened. Yeah. Um, it was like, we were, we, and again, the languaging is that we chose for that time to all kind of be very much in the virtual space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, if you think about the internet, it's the funniest thing because it's like literally everything you could ever ask is pretty much there. It's You'll be hard pressed to find a question that there isn't something on, or at least a conversation around, you know, like all the forums. So like, we're good with that. Like we have, (laughs) the information is there. We are good. But to come out of that now, you know, for the body people, it might be a little bit of a learning curve or it might feel like, is this what, but it's like, no, yes, people need this, go with it, own it, because this is the time that it's more needed than ever. Yeah. And I feel like it's really prepared us. Like all that information has actually prepared us for what's to come with this transit, because now it's like, and what I see happening personally is people coming back into like, what am I putting in my body? What am I putting on my body? Oh my God, that's actually been poison the whole time. That's been not good for me. What the heck was that? And now we have so much information available that we can make better choices, right? Like you see how it sets itself up. It sets itself up and it also at the same time set us up for like, oh, I'm done with the information. Like it's like, it's like we're at that point of like, oh, like I was just talking to one of my clients about this. Like we had this total, we were like, we are done with the information at this point. All I crave right now is being, doing, Mm. experiencing, like feeling it. I don't even give two shits about more information. I just want to live. I want to feel it. I want to be in my body. And that's what feels good. But it's like, if we didn't get to that point of like, oh, enough, like we wouldn't be as open to it and as craving of it. And so that's just how these cycles flow. 
Mm, and I'm even tapping into um, yesterday. I was taking a walk and I've been taking more walks and I was like, I don't even want to go home. <laughs> I don't even want to go on my phone. I don't want to, I don't want to, I just want to be out here walking in the air, in the earth. And I'm, I'm now that you're saying it, I'm actually tapping into how many people recently have been like, I'm going off social media, or I just can't be on here anymore. Or like, I just need to go outside. Like, wow. Totally, totally. I I honestly, like, I made a commitment to myself that like, I want to just be on, uh, on the earth every day. Like, and and it's like, sometimes I, I think to myself like, oh, or I don't do it. And it's like, you just forget mm. how amazing it really does feel. And um, I think that's what we're all really meant to do. Like, that's the priority number one right now is like mm-hmm. connect to the earth, um, slow down. Yeah. Like it's almost counter. It's so against what we've been taught, but it's like, that is the way that is the key. That's our work right now is to literally enjoy and slow down and and live and be and nourish and so it's 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 a it's a journey and and because it's my north node it's kind of my my own like whole journey and so I know that it's hard sometimes for people because we're just so conditioned to you know work and be in the in the mental and in the you know not in that and so it's it's cool to like actually embrace it and be like, wow, this is all I have to do. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what the universe wants. And yeah, it feels so good. Just so good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see like, as Pluto's doing his thing too, like the dismantlement of say fast food restaurants that might happen over the next two years or um, just our food system in general it'll be very interesting because as we're all going in and we're all what I think maybe wanting to feed ourselves more consciously maybe we'll be cooking at home more maybe we'll be doing all these things right it'll be interesting to see the dismantlement of yeah things that haven't been serving our bodies a hundred percent and you know we are coming up on Pluto return the oh yeah Pluto return and I think it's it's happening like it, I always I always like kind of try to look at things from like the perspective of like it's already happening because like you know um even if you watch tv at all or if you just kind of tune in to like the the like more mainstream stuff or the trends online or whatever, all of it, literally mm-hmm. all of it individually and collectively, like these shifts are huge. You know, sometimes I look back at stuff from like the eighties or the nineties, or even just like not that long ago. And it's like, whoa, like we have come so far and it's rapidly changing and we're rapidly like demanding more, you know, transparency and sustainability and all that stuff. So I always try to focus on that and like celebrate those little and big wins, you know, Um, because we are, we're definitely all collectively um, ready and creating it ourselves and also like asking for it and 
seeking it um but it will be really fascinating but I always like to say it's it's not happening to us it's happening through us mm. so it's like I like to ask that question of like how is the U.S. Pluto return right or how is whatever you know the north node in Taurus or even like Jupiter in Pisces all or anything every day how is it happening through me mm. how am I being that change how am I being that and and to me that's another just very empowering way to work with astrology um because it's like it's assuming it's coming from the the baseline of like i'm the channel for this Mm -hmm. so how am i living that and then it allows us to to decide and exercise our free will to say whether it's the positive or the shadow of it you know and and we don't have to be perfect we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to embody both all the time but it gives us a little bit more of a context and um that ability to again really co-create it and be these these cycles at play just Mm. for our life Yeah. And there's so much ownership in that, right? Like even if you're owning the shadow, you own the shadow, right? Or you have the choice, the conscious, conscious choice to say, I am choosing to be in the high expression of this. Okay. This energy right now is this, and I'm, I'm facilitating it through myself and I'm not going to go into the low aspects of that. I'm going to choose the higher aspects. Yeah. And even if what we are in the low or whatever of it, you know, um, like you said, the ownership of it and, and the opening to receive support and to like, just be guided through it and to find healthy ways to work through it, I think is just huge. Mm -hmm. It's really big for me just since moving here and like, you know, getting divorced and going through like some really major life changes. Um, I've had to like really embrace, you know, just the parts of me and of like the journey and the healing process that like, aren't the high, you know, aren't the exalted necessarily, but like, who am I to say they're not right? Mm. Maybe they just are like, maybe they are just as, well, they are, they're just as sacred. Um, you know, the anger or whatever it is, or the, the pain or the parts of myself that like are, you know, in resistance or all of it. I really through astrology as well have like come to like be able to be like a lot more like compassionate towards myself because I'm like, Oh, I see, you know, this is a just, you know, Pluto transit, let's say, or whatever. And it helps me to hold more space for myself. Mm. And so I really try to do that with clients as well. And thank yeah. you for pointing that out. Cause I just think that's so important because we're not perfect. We're human. No, it's, and that's like my biggest part of my work is like honoring our shadows. Right. Yeah. Like we we're exalting them, but even like, as I was mentioning to you before we hopped on the call, like having a hard day yesterday and just being in my head about something but I saw the growth process I've been through in my witnessing and watching and being like, what part of me and what wounding in me is being activated right now? And am I going to react to this or am I going to sit with it and choose? Like I saw so much of my, my childhood wounding, you know, and I got to watch her and be like, 
baby girl, like, what do you need? Okay. Leo moon, I see you. You're not feeling enough or whatever it is. And I'm going to, I'm going to hold you in a container here and not, I'm not going to put this on anyone else. I'm going to come into myself and be like, how can I nurture my energies better through my astrology? Yeah. Oh, that is so beautiful. Mm. And it's like, and it's like, you know, in that moment, because we all have our ups and downs and our hard days, of course, and our great days and our blah days or whatever it is. Um, I think what's so beautiful too, is like the ability to um, just let it be what it is and not turn it into further trauma that we create for ourselves you know like how much do we punish ourselves for just feeling something and that just creates a whole nother layer and you know um so I love that because if we just give ourselves love and give ourselves what we need in that moment it doesn't mean we're not going to feel what we feel or have our day or whatever it is it just means that we're going to meet ourselves with the love that we would hope you know to see more of in the world (laughs) and that's that's just beautiful yeah I totally agree (laughs) oh oh my gosh this has been so wonderful (laughs) and powerful so okay before we run away from each other here I want you to share like all the beautiful ways you're what are your offerings now how can people work with you because I know I've I've worked with you in so many ways like you think of a way I've, I've worked with Daphne in that way. Well, um, so, share, so share what you, what you're offering at this time. That is a great question. I'm really at a point now where I am as so many of us, you know, like really always allowing myself to evolve and change. So I love that you're asking. So at this moment in time, um, I'm still definitely doing readings. So if somebody wants to get you know, just my take on it, which again is usually very channeled. So it's not even my take, but um, I do the readings uh, where those are personal. I really love to do and also business related. So if somebody is wanting to get more clarity on their business, I I love those. So those are always available. And then um, I am going to be running the apprenticeship again, somebody just reached out yesterday, like, quote unquote, randomly asking about it. So I was like, okay. Um, And then the uh, other way to work is through my program Starlit. So Starlit is a new program, and it's all about self healing with astrology. So simply a beautiful community of people who have decided that they want to lead themselves through healing um, and just really coming back home into themselves, like creating a foundation to be able to share who they are with the world. So the whole point of it is to just really do whatever work is needed to enable you to be who you are. So we talk a lot about like meeting your needs. Like you said, we talk about like um, conscious language and Um, all these different tools and strategies that I've learned along the way, um, all with astrology to be able to, to show up for yourself and like really fill your own cup and, um, understand why you make certain choices or have, 
had certain patterns of relating or certain expectations that you recognize like, okay, I'm doing this over and over again. Um, and it's just a very gentle way putting it into the context of your astrology. So that's like my one of the like really special things for me right now, because that's where I'm at, you know, so um, they can really learn all of that through my Instagram, pretty much it's probably the best place to connect at Daphna of the Stars, and my inbox is always open, you know, if you're wanting to learn more about working together, so. Mm, I love it, and everyone go check her out, because like I said, I worked with you like through the apprenticeship, through business stuff, through marketing stuff, through like just sessions or retrograde stuff. Like it's just been endless, but it's been so good and so pivotal to um, uncovering my signature. And then through finding my signature, like I found my work. So um, you have a very, very potent way of lovingly opening people. So yeah, like I just, it's such an honor to know you. And I know like we've talked about how many lives we've possibly been with each other before. It's just uh, like the connection is just so crazy and intense. Oh yeah. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. (laughs) And same to you, of course. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for you know, being who you are and sharing your truth and for responding to your call, you know, so bravely mm-hmm. and showing up and being, you know, Pluto's messenger, but also just who you are, like I said, and, and sharing from the heart. I, I really honor and appreciate you so much. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I almost cried a couple times too. Okay. I will link everything for Daphna in the show notes. Of course, again, highly suggest anyone just go follow her. Just even just her little like nuggets of gold. She just drops on Instagram are enough to just begin unfolding you. Um, and it was such an honor. Thank you again. Thank you. A huge shout out goes out to Daphna Romanoff, one of my very favorite human beings that I just loved every second of being able to chat with and share this discussion with you guys because she truly is such a powerhouse of astrology. I hope you go and find so much magic through her and I'm sending you so much love.